0: Awful opinions, not funny banter. Oh, yeah, it's the Once a ram podcast, baby. Hello, and welcome back to the Once Around podcast. I'm Ben. I'm joined by Ed and Kai. And today we're just going to be previewing the Watford game on Friday, Friday evening, I believe it to be. Uh, not much has happened in the past week. Uh, me and Kai did a good interview with uh, Ryan Hills, uh, the writer of Pride, uh, if you want to go back and listen to that on our discography. Uh, There'll be many more interviews to come with many more guests. So keep your ears tuned in. Uh, But for now we're focusing on the yellow and blacks of Watford. Uh, Ed, do you feel confident about this game?
1: I think it's hard not to feel a little bit confident after the last game. I think they're a very similar side in the sense that they've come down from the Prem played player sort of three slash five at the back. You know, it, it's going to be that same defensive block that we use against Norwich, I think. It's going to be the same old, same old that we did last time. And there's no reason to not feel a bit confident, even if we come away with nothing from that game. Ultimately, they're a Premier League side from last year. They've still got a lot of their Premier League players. Whether they'll keep them after the end of the transfer window, that it doesn't matter. They're still going to have a strong squad. And we've got some returning players, so I'm, I'm quietly
0: confident, yeah. Uh, Kai, how many players keep their place in the team from the game against Norwich?
2: I mean, to be honest, you you try and keep as much as you can. I think, especially if it's playing the same system, they did well enough there. And like Ed said, they're a similar side to Norwich were. So what's the point in changing a winning formula this early into, well, our run, hopefully? Um, I mean, there might be a few changes, say maybe Waggon coming back in. But that probably just be bench and Lawrence on the bench, hopefully as well. But apart from that, I think we'll see the same starting eleven, or at least a very similar one.
0: Ed, would you keep Rooney at striker though to start the game?
2: I
1: oh, that threw me off with that one. Yeah. Um...
0: We we did talk about it quite a bit last time. We
1: did, we did. But, but... I would. Yeah, I would. I would. In the short term, because I think we're still hopefully bringing in a striker. I think Koku has said that many times in the past week, couple of weeks. I know it's gone a bit quiet. I think the Austin deal is off, which is a bit of a bummer, but it's all right. You know, I'm not too disappointed. Um, I think in the short term, ultimately, I know we didn't really show it in the Blackburn game, but he is still a leader. You know, he's you know, he's England's top scorer. So if he's, if he's come off the back of a win, we know that Rooney's a serial winner. Why would you not want a winning Rooney in your team? You, you might as well stick, keep him in there. I think Marriott can still push him, challenge him. I wouldn't be be surprised to see Marriott because Cocky might want to change, like like Kai said, like Cocky might want to change things slightly. That he might want to, might even bring on in from the start. We don't know really where they're at, and um, we'll see from the press conference. But as of today, I think I would I would keep Rooney in definitely. I don't think I'd change the eleven to be honest. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I have got to say this, but Curtis Davis, what does Andre Wisdom has to, have to prove to sort of get in that team ahead of Curtis Davis because he was so on form last week?
2: Uh, I don't think there really is much Andre can do. Really. When he's playing that well, Curtis, I mean, obviously age isn't on his side where it is on Andre's side a bit, Um Obviously, we've still got Mike and see if he gets a bit more match sharpness because he's obviously not been up to his level as we've seen on the highlight before. But um, I, I don't think there's really much Andre can do to get in front of Curtis because he played so well in that last game and hopefully he can carry that over into Friday night's game.
0: Yeah. It, it, uh, imagine the start of uh, the window saying, oh, we have, we have too many centre-backs. We have too many defensive options and yeah we've we've lost three games but but to have those options is is comforting
2: well I'd rather have too many and two they're not enough and I think we suffered from that last season um having to play multiple systems at the back because we couldn't really fill it in but that was because of the whole situation back in last September with Keo and whatnot so I think we've got our I think we should get go. our
0: a buzzer for when we mention the incident well we uh, try
2: not to as much as possible but i, think, <laughs> I feel like we go for about one a, one an episode
0: yeah no it does it's it, somehow everything just circles right back to the well, incident.
2: but it, well, it does really when you think about it because it was a loss of kia and that was kia and clark was going to be the partnership realistically for say if we got clark back for this year but but um hypothetically then it would have been the partnership this year as well so i don't think there's much we can really say about that now um but yeah, Clark's your main centre back. He always will be now. And Davis is good enough to partner him with George Evans, who's again, we mentioned a lot last episode well, not last episode, but episode before that about how quiet he's like got on with it. And he's a very good player and he's slotted in nicely as well with Curtis Davis there.
0: And Ed, does Lee Buchanan keep his place, or does Forsyth come in to add a bit of experience and stability? Oh,
1: I, I wouldn't touch um, that left side at all. I think the problem we had, even at the start of the season, post lockdown, was that we were just chopping and changing the defence completely. And I, I understand with the centre backs at the minute. I understand why uh, Mike was dropped. I understand what I don't. I still don't understand why, what happened with Matt Clark. But clearly, there was a reason for it. It didn't work. He's back in. I think Lee needs to have a run of games. He's he's proven. I think he's playing for the under twenties today. England under twenties. You know, he, he's clearly at a good enough level to be playing.
0: Ed, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we have just got breaking news through. Uh, Harry Wilson is on the cards to come in on loan
1: from the Messiah, uh, John Percy.
0: From King John Percy himself. Uh, wow! I mean, we we can only fantasize about this. For weeks before, but now it it might actually happen. But
1: it does. Oh, I, I wasn't even I wasn't even considering it. I uh, he's played in the prem now. I thought I thought that was that was that. Clearly, Burnley's the move for, for, to Burnley didn't materialise. But I'm not being funny, I think every Derby fan would be silly not to take him, especially if it's alone. Like to be honest, we'd love to buy him. I think yeah. if, if we did sell, well, I mean, this is another issue for later. If we did sell Louis would that free up a bit of cash? But alone in the short term, I mean, I think anyone would take his quality. Anyone would.
2: Obviously, like I just mentioned about Sibley, I mean, if he is to go, does this free up a bit of a position as well? I mean, not only their funds, but it's a position now open because Sibley and Dwayne, look like they're trading positions now. So it's quite nice news actually. And it's not very often we get good news. Obviously it's not anything properly yet. It's just a link, but, a link's a link, and hopefully we can go It's a solid it. link,
1: though. That's yeah, the I mean, thing. As soon as John Percy
2: tweets it, we know we're never in business. But there's a lot of
1: competition, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if if he went to Cardiff, to be honest. I could but, see that because of the Welsh link. I think, I think that would make sense.
2: But then again, he's got the link to us more.
1: True, but there's no more Lampod. So it, it, there's a lot of different ways of looking at this, lots of different caveats yeah. and, and all that. But we're just going to have to see. Friday's That's deadline looks more tasty for us now.
0: It is a bit worrying though for Harry Wilson's career at twenty-four years old, still going out on loan. He should be signed to a team where he's getting consistent first team football. It's it is worrying.
1: I I see because obviously talking about a season long loan here. I can see I know Liverpool's business this summer in terms of selling, like with Riam Brewster, it's, it's been a case of selling with a buyback clause. Or if they've been loaning out, I think I don't know how many loans they've they've done with a buy option, but that does seem to be liverpool's transfer policy so i would not be surprised if he went on loan to a to a you know a norwich or even, even us. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a buy option in there just as an excuse to to offload him so i don't see this as just a loan i do actually see this as potentially his his next career move and if it's a derby i am all for it all for it
2: but i mean yeah. well he's not going to get into Liverpool side I mean he, he's going to do very well to, and he's not really got the same sort of manager relationship say as Mason Mount and Frank Lampard has no connection like there was there say if Wilson was at Chelsea he might have been playing for Chelsea last year but obviously Klopp's not really don't, doesn't really know him that well in terms of like what Lampard does with Mount and everything so that that's how it is and hopefully we can get him in
0: God, Harry Wilson at Derby County again. Oh, and he might be it's able probably to. Probably worth 50 million, to be fair. Uh,
2: Perfect. Hurry's up. Free kick we to, might be able to get in. Pre-kicks are bloody brutal. I he Well, I, it, it, it <laughs> um,
1: I think fr- Friday is the deadline, and Friday we're playing. I think it, I, if we were going to do it, it would not surprise me if we did get him in sharp, but I, I just don't see that quick turnaround happening. I know. Normally, when Percy announces something, it is normally quite a quick turnaround. He's normally well, quite far down lo- the line with with the loans at the story. end of
2: this loans at the end of this, about the transfer window. They tend to go through very quickly, as we've seen in the past.
1: We'll just have to hang tight. I think. I mean, it would be very, very tasty if he was playing against Watford on Friday, but we'll just have to see. Oh.
2: The number eleven shirt's available. No, it's not. Not anymore. <laughs> no, Jordan I it, don't he? But we'll make space.
1: Uh, See, number... we've got too many wingers now, too many centre backs, and too many wingers. If this happens, <laughs> we are just set. We are set. We need a striker potentially, but even then, I think an extra winger would do it. I think honestly,
2: number thirteen oh, is
0: available if he wants it. What
2: number did he have last time? Is it uh, number seven? Seven. Number seven. Look, uh, him number... and Matt were done very early in the transfer window.
1: Yeah, yeah so they got in early with the kit numbers.
0: Number so... thirteen, fifteen. And 19 are available. I can see him in
1: 19. I wrote the 19.
0: In the the young numbers, the smaller
2: numbers. I could see him in a Norris shirt. Oh. Anyway, we've got Watford to talk about. We do, we do. I
1: was talking about Lee Buchanan, I believe, so I might as well carry on. Yeah. Um, As I was saying before, I was really interrupted by John Percy. Well, rudely, but also happily. Um, I do think Lee deserves a run of games. I, I think he has more than deserved it, even in his, quote-unquote, poor performances. He's still stood out as someone that, that brings character to the team, which, which we haven't really seen in the last year of football. You know, I think Sibley, post-lockdown, brought that kind of spark and energy back into the squad. And I think Knight is, is also doing the same. You know, the youngsters coming through. I think Lee does deserve a run of games. I think if Forsyth is coming back into this team... I see him more as the left centre-back, especially in a back three. Um, but I think Lee's done more than enough to, to justify that, that shirt for him. Yeah.
0: And of course, that leaves Jason Knight still carrying on his fantastic form in this team, being the much-needed runner who can actually pace ahead of Rooney, uh, pass balls in, he can finish. And I just love him to get a goal. But that does beg the question, where is Max Bird? Where does Bird come back in? Um,
1: I, I, it's a really good take, because by the end of the last season, we were all like, yep, Bird is one of the first names on the team sheet, deservedly so. you know, he, he got the captain's armband a couple of times and, and we were all more than happy with him. But I don't think that's necessarily changed. I think he's just fallen out of, out of line a little bit with, with his form. And I think that is just inevitable. But with the run of games this this month, I think he's going to come back in, and he'll he'll come back in and do. do it wouldn't surprise me if he comes back in on Friday. To be honest, um, just because this is where this this part of the season is where we're going to really see how how deep our strong is, uh, deep our squad is, deep our squad is. There we go. I was thinking about strong squad, which hopefully we'll have by Friday, but. Um Max Bird, he's still a good player. I don't think he's lost any ability. I think no one would, would say that. I think he's still got a job to do. He's still got a role in the squad. But I just think currently, we, you know, we've come off the back of, of a good win against Norwich. Get a team. So I, I, I don't see him coming in. He might do. It wouldn't surprise me either way. But I don't think he's he's any less of a player than he was last year.
2: I think he needs a bit of a break because... Obviously, when you play that many games in a row and your form's not the best, you start to get into just a bit of a rut. And if he gets pulled up, he got pulled out of the side by Kaku, probably spoke to him or Twan, Shapers, whatever, Chris van der Veden. One of them spoke to him and just said, just knuckle down for a bit in training. Just, I and mean, you'll be back in the side in no time. And sometimes players need that. And we've yeah. seen it before and we'll see it again.
0: One last little bit before we, uh, before we go. Louis Sibley, uh, highly contentious at the moment, as apparently Leeds United want him. Uh, it's it's disgusting to think of our beautiful little Derby boy playing playing for those Yorkshire. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so lads, can you see that actually happening? Can you see our Louis playing for Leeds?
1: I. I think it's a tactic by Leeds to get Todd Cantwell to join. I don't, I don't think it's anything for us to necessarily worry about. If anything, I think we've got to take the positives from it that clubs are looking at him. Because we've been sat here saying, oh, he, he could draw 25, 30 million if we keep him for another year or whatever. However, many fans got excited back in, what was it, August when we came back. Um, ultimately, Leeds are showing interest. So it shows that a Premier League club are looking apparently. At the, <laughs> a, a, well, Victor Auto, the um, yeah. sporting director, has come out and said it as well.
0: Yeah,
1: um, but I think our asking price is at least ten mil. I think no, that will no, price I'm, them out.
0: I'm saying Premier League club, apparently. Ah.
1: <laughs> well, it, it's it's hard to laugh at that because they're actually in the Premier League and we're not. So I'm kind of <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm kind of. Right. Being quiet
1: on that one. Don't
0: remind. <laughs>
1: um, but anyway, don't, don't remind. I, I don't think I don't think Silva is going to go anywhere. I think he'll stay. I think it's just a scare tactic by Leeds to try and get Norwich to play ball. I'd, yeah, i yeah, I I think we'll be fine. I think it's interesting now that this story's broke though, because that could give us some insight into the fact that we could be looking at a loan to buy with Harry, but we just don't know. We just don't know.
2: Yeah, I I remember saying something similar about Bogle back in August, and we saw how that panned out. So I don't want really, uh, if he goes, then we better get a good money for him. And I don't know what good money will be for Simply because he's only played about a dozen games. Maybe, maybe honestly, than if we if we I
1: know with Bogle it was different because he was he was a starting player for us for two two seasons on the bounce. If we get ten mil or more for him, I think that's that's yeah. I mean, you do you, you
2: You have like your clauses on, like sell on clauses and what. Yeah, I, I do think that that would be decent money. But um I don't even know if he'll be able to get into the lead side. To be honest, he's not getting into ours for the past couple of weeks. So who knows where he will be able to fit in? And if he would like to go and just sit on their bench or play for under twenty threes, who are not as good as ours. Hello, blue and yellow Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'd, I don't know if he'll want to go himself. We don't know if there's anything really in it. Like Ed said, it might just be to get Todd Cantwell. Uh, so i to hurry itself up and be over with, but if he goes, then we can't say it's really that much of a loss yet because he's not been playing for us for a considerable amount of time. A lot like how people are saying um, think he, uh, Liam Dallap uh, is a big loss, but we never saw him play because he was 16 when he left and we got a million for him which is very, very good value for someone you, you don't have a clue how it's going to turn out. So, But we
0: now realise that...
2: Yeah, <laughs> but if he gets injured now and doesn't come back the same player, then you think... Oh, all right, Kai, let's not be, it, let's it, not be too dark. We're not wishing Liam to die here. Like, just... these, these are things you got to think about. As Obviously, there's like a financial side of things. We've made quite a lot of money on the academy already, so... Yeah, I,
1: I I don't see him playing for Leeds. Um, as Kai was saying, you know he's not getting into our team at the minute. But I think ultimately, it, it's about Louis, isn't it? And like, as much as it's about money, and as much as it's about you know what who gets the better deal out of it, ultimately would this move work for Louis? Like he's he's still only nineteen, isn't he? Um, I think he would suit staying in the Championship. And I know that Leeds are looking for a for a number eight or number ten. But to start in that starting lineup, and I, I don't think Louis is that, which is why I think a player like Todd Cantwell, who they are interested in, and they are bidding for, would be a better mould for that. So I, I, I see Louis staying. I see Louis featuring in the first team. Obviously, I don't think he'd drop back down to the under twenty threes in any, in any way. But um, but yeah, I, I don't think there's any more in- into. This, to be honest, I, th- I think it's just a bit of a nothing story from Le- Leeds' sporting director to try and rile us up a bit. I think maybe even
2: can we clip know. that ready for um Friday night when we get the announcement Louis Sibley joins Leeds for oh, by 4 only, million. to be honest, <laughs>
1: if he does, then then fair play to him is the Premier League, but yeah. Also...
2: As, mm. as a ni- 18 19 year old myself, I mean, if a Premier League club came knocking for me, if I was y- you go. You, you that's the go. thing
1: I don't, I don't think I'd be that annoyed and as much as I'm not really a massive fan of Leeds I they're a
2: premier I respect Leeds them club. as a club they're, I yeah, respect them they're as a, a premier... club I, I don't really like their fans that much but as a club they're a good team and they're better than us so it's the only way to further your career
1: that yeah I, I completely agree I don't know whether by Ben's face
2: on Zoom I don't yeah, so know whether he what, is agreeing what do you think to any of because obviously you don't really put off your opinion that much but I don't know.
0: I try to stay impartial apart from calling them Dirty Orchard. Uh, What do you think about
2: the whole situation? Um,
0: I think that we'd be very stupid to sell before he's 21. We're not sure what kind of player he's fully going to blossom into. If he's as good as he is now, how good will he be in two years when he's getting that first-team football, when he's been knocked about that bit more, when he's calmed down his temper a little bit, which is something that may actually put teams off him. That right,
1: red card against is, West Brom. Yeah. What was he thinking?
0: But but the, his capability to get butts is is a big turnoff. It's just everything it's, else. It's
1: a, it's a worry. I, I would yeah. I'd massively agree with that. Personally,
2: yeah. if, I, if I was going for any of the three, as in Bird, Knight and Sibley, I'd go for Knight at this current time. Because I think 100%. he's the close. In terms of how his ability is now, I think it's the closest to what his finishing ability will be compared to the other two. And I know and I know Sibley That's no disrespect and to Jason how... Knight. I, think, I just think he's the best player out of three of them at the moment. And I, I don't know how much further he, he can... And out, and out of himself. the
1: three, I know, I know Jason Knight has arguably an easier entrance into the national team uh, than, than Burden and Sibley with England, obviously. I do think it is quite telling that, that Knight has just been called up. I think that does show a lot that as, as a manager of the senior national team, they can look at him and go, yeah, no, he's ready for the national team. The national team is a step up.
2: Birdie would get called up to the under-20s or whatever he fit into now. So Yeah, precisely. Obviously, again, it's a tough thing to get into, but would you say that's probably on par with trying to get into the Irish side with Jason Knight? Because I probably would say that's a fair sort of a it's, contrast
0: it's quite interesting those three youth players because for different points of this year they've all found their perfect form at the start of year it's max bird middle of the year it's louis sibley but now we're getting into jason knight susan yeah see I mean,
1: i'd i'd say i don't know what you're about to say Kai, i'm really sorry um i think knight's been underpinning that the whole time i mm-hmm. think knight knight's been scoring since january so, I mean, he scored six league goals last year. I, I, for me, that's decent form for a youngster. Max Bird had a decent second half of the season. So did Knight. Um, Post lockdown, I think Knight was the only real player that was showing any passion and any any you know winning mentality and trying to win the ball back. I don't think many other players stood out. Because I think that I those that, three,
2: those three were the only three who were doing those, that.
1: those three were the only three that kind of. Showed any form of anything on the pitch, and you know, we know how dire the post lockdown was eventually. So, I, I would say that Knight, as, as we've been alluding to, is I don't think he's the most promising, I think he's the most ready. I think that's probably the best way of putting it. He's the most match ready.
0: He looks most like the finished article that he'll hopefully turn out to be,
1: yes, which is what we need currently. You know, think- as many youth players as we've got, we, we want. Closest to finished articles we don't want to we don't want players that are gonna potentially fall off and lose confidence or like Kai said earlier get a big injury we, we want players that that
2: are gonna stick around because they're, they're, they're ready I think Ed, it's basically what I was saying though um Knight's been our most consistent player out of them I can't really think of a game where Knight's been particularly poor and had to come off because of performance a lot of times he's come off to change systems and say if he's picked up a bit of a knock or he looks a bit fatigued so I think he's the most consistent player we've had out uh, of the three of them but then again that might just come from his positioning and his job is mainly to work hard which he can do and he's proved that many a time now
0: well uh, we'll see for sure uh, on Friday but I think we should do a few predictions before then I'm not sure if you heard Kai mouthing um, <laughs> But, yeah, so let, let's go into our Watford predictions.
2: Um, I think it'll be another tough game, and we wouldn't discuss that. I think it'll be similar to Norwich, but, again, I think we will come out, come out of it um, relatively unscathed at the back because I don't really know how they will try and push us. it would be a different sort of situation. Obviously, Pookie Puk- tends to run in around the back, whereas I feel like if it's Deanney playing, he'll try and hold the ball up. And we'll see how it works, but uh, I think two 0 derby. Wow!
0: Particularly if,
2: we, particularly if we start Marriott or Wagon, because that's where like we have a bit more of a threat up front that way. But yeah, two 0 derby, a bit more confidence, mm. and get cock to that ten point mark, which we discussed. <laughs> uh, Ed, I'd, I'm gonna,
1: I'm not gonna be too pessimistic. I think we'll, I think we'll play well. I think we won't play as well as Norwich because Norwich just fit well and we weren't expecting it. So, as fans, noticed it. I think we won't play as well because Watford will have also seen that game and we'll also know what's coming. I think it'll be Watford going 1-0 up for the majority of the game and I think we'll snatch a late equaliser. So, I'm going to say 1-0. Yeah.
0: Uh, As much as I agree, I think that we're just going to snatch a 1-0. Another standard... Uh, squeaky bum time right at the end of the match, and yeah, I'm gonna say Jason Knight to score because he he needs it. Would be
1: nice, wouldn't it? It yeah. would be nice. Jason Knight or Harry Wilson.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll see what happens on the horizon. Uh, Derby getting that dub on Friday with Harry Wilson maybe on our books. So yeah, we'll we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Cheers.